What's up, people? Welcome to the Black Comic Creators Podcast, a show where we talk to black comic creators and black manga creators and get to know more about their creative process, about their work, and just their overall business. So I'm Brandon Calloway, your host, and I'm also the writer and creator of Black Spartans Manga. Let's get to it. Cool. All right. Welcome to uh, another episode of Black Comic Creators. I know we've been on a little bit of a hiatus for a while. So uh, Danny was saying we're going to call this season two, episode episode one, season two. Uh, and we got the dope Danny Quick here with Ace Blade. And so uh, Danny, go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell them, tell them who you are, what you're about. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Danny J. Quick, um, co-creator of Ace Blade and King Supreme. I um I am a, a professional graphic designer by trade, uh, working for the Department of Veterans Affairs and doing uh, freelance stuff. But um, you know, my passion is writing comics and and art and and all that good stuff, man. So I'm proud to be on you know the season season two opener. You know, like I said, you had Lonzo on here as the very first guest. So at least I can say you know I'm the first of season two. You know, uh, me and Lonzo kind of have a little competitive thing going on. So I want to make sure I can one up him at every chance. That's what's up. That's what's up. Uh, he he uh, he he a good he a good competitor to have. You know he Alonzo out there doing his thing, and so you know he definitely yeah. somebody that uh, that uh, push people. So yeah, he good yeah. dude. Good good. That's that's what's up. Uh, so tell tell people about what what's uh. I know you got more. You got more than just Ace Blade. So what, what, tell them what you got and what what's it about. Yeah, so uh, Ace Blade is the main guy. So in 2008, um, I don't know if you know, but I was a uh, I was in the military. I'm I was I'm a combat veteran. I was in the army for 12 years. That's what's up. And in 2008, when I went to Iraq, um, I started writing these stories. But before I left, me and a friend of mine we were talking about comics and you know all the stuff that we wish we'd done. And um, you know, we had this character that we were talking about doing. And then, you know, while I was in Iraq. <clears throat> I kind of just used the time, you know, any free time that I had to, you know, to write stories and to try to, you know, escape from where I was and all this good stuff. So, yeah. um, you know, one thing led to another. When I got back, I had all these stories and <laughs> like I had built this whole universe because I had Ace Blade and then I had to, when you write, you have to create characters with other backstories. Right, to, right, right. To, you know, to make conflicts with your character and to, and to push your character to, you know, their next thing. So, um, I had Ace Blade and we had, um, you know, Mystic, Braun, Velocity, Lady Luck. We had, you know, Queen Zajay. We had all these other characters. And I was like, man, I kind of wrote all this stuff, you know, <laughs> but, you know, there's nothing to do with it. So he ended up taking me to, um, the guy's name is Christoph Hollers. He ended up taking me to my first comic book convention. And I was there just helping him because he was making like Green Lantern rings and, you know, uh, costume jewelry and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And, uh, you know, just walking around the con, I was like, yo, these, like, there are people here that are just making, like, they're making their own stuff. Like, they're just regular people here. Like, everybody there wasn't somebody from Marvel or DC or Image or whatever. And, um, and there certainly were celebrities, like, the big, the big guys were there, but there were people just like, oh, my man, my guy Wally, he was like, yeah, I just, I live down the street. I just, I draw and I come and I try to sell my stuff. And I was like, what? People are just out here making stuff like this? So yeah. I kind of got inspired and then I just 
you know, started networking and building with artists and was like, learn the process. And then um, <laughs> um, me and Wally, the artist I was just talking about, we, we have this character King Supreme that we uh, created together. And then uh, I brought on a friend of mine, Morgan Iverson, who, who created Lumberjacks. I'm trying to get my wife to write. I'm trying to get my wife to write stories, but she won't do it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, I'm going to win her over eventually. So, yeah. you know, we just trying to build build stories and build new characters and tell new tell new tales, man. Yeah, hey, that, that's that's what's up. I, I really think it is. It's that point when you realize, like, like it ain't it's not a bunch of magical people sitting over there doing like it's just it's just like i, I was at a pop-up the other day and uh I, I don't introduce i don't consider myself an author i'm just a dude that writes like i'm a dude that wrote some stuff uh and that's i mean i really would when you realize everybody is just you know somebody that wrote some stuff like, yeah, that's I, what everybody is. I be a dude that writes some stuff <laughs> and yeah 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 that's 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 what's up, man. So how long, how long did it take you? So when you, when you figured, when you figured out, when you figured that out, like, man, if, hey, if he doing it and she doing it and they doing it, I, I can, so how long, how long did it take you to get from like, I can do this to here it is in hand? Okay. So I got back from Iraq in 2009. That first show was 2010. And then two, the, two years later is when that first Ace Blade came out. So we, um, you know, just learning the process of, cause actually the first, the first actual comic book that I wrote was Ace Blade versus Deadpool, right? Oh, that's I what's wrote, up. <clears throat> I wrote, I just wrote the story. I was just like, Deadpool is one of my favorite characters. You can kind of see the influence yeah, yeah, from yeah. Ace Blade, you know, on, uh, I mean, from, from Deadpool onto Ace Blade. And um, I was like, it'd be fun for them to, you know, to meet and fight. So I did a little four page, a little six, six page story, found an artist to draw for me. And then, you know, I can't sell it or anything like that, but I could put it out online. I could put it on the internet for people right. to see um, kind of as a fan fiction. So that's what I did. And, you know, people liked it. And then uh, <laughs> we decided to get on Kickstarter and, you know, use that to, to, to push people into funding our first comic book that we made. And, you know, one thing led to another and here we are, you know, all these books later. Yeah. So, that's, that's what's up. That's what's up. Uh, Man, couple of couple of questions off that. So first, how do how do you go about finding an artist? How do you find an artist? Yeah, man. Um, mostly it was, it's either going to shows or social media. So there's this big site, Deviant Art, back in the day. Mm -hmm. It's still around. People still use Deviant Art, but that's where I was first. You know, looking for artists to uh, to draw, and all it is is just pay somebody. Like like you said, their artists are the same thing. They're just people who right. like to draw. So. You find somebody whose style you like. You say, "Oh man, I like this style. I like how you. I like how you color. I like this." You start a conversation. Say, "Hey, I got this idea. How much do you charge to, you know, do something like that?" And, you know, it's it's really just about conversation. That's one thing yeah. that I think I've never been afraid of is to just, you know, start a conversation about something. And, you know, if it goes my way, it goes my way. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But yeah. you can't be afraid to ask the question. I guess. Now I, I have heard some like you know especially and you probably have too being in those you know comic creator facebook groups heard some horror stories of like man i started yeah. with an artist and then they just never finished and i started with this artist and then they never they never finished and i i've been lucky enough with you know with, with my stuff in black spartans i've i've never had that problem i use macchiato studios and they like they they dope uh yeah but have have you ever i mean you've been doing this longer longer than i have you ever experienced uh anything like that or did you you get 
fortunate and like your first experience was man i think it's just like i said it's the relationship building man i don't i don't i'm not paying somebody that i don't think that i can trust right you know i'm not sending you my money if i haven't seen that you do work consistently and um like i said it's if somebody is if somebody is out here at a comic book convention they paying four or five hundred dollars to sit up at a table because they want to put their art out there and make make money off of it they're not going i mean it's less likely that they're going to be a type of person that's going to shaft you on something like that yeah and i've always found that if you pay people they'll do the work you know exactly. what I'm saying? So, yeah hey that, that's that is a it's a hell of a motivator man <laughs> yeah just, and you know you just got to figure and like there are artists that i want to work with that i can't you know that are above my budget but that doesn't mean i can't save up some money for six months and then you know come back to them with another offer yep so you know, it's just, it's really just building a relationship with people. Like my guy, Wally, he lives in Charlotte. And, you know, if I ever need to get in contact with him, I can just go to his house. But there's other artists who, you know, a colorist I work with was in California. And there's a, you know, the, the guy who drew my first book, he was from uh, the Philippines. So you just have to, you know, build those relationships and, and find people that you can trust and stay in, and stay in constant communication with people. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> And really being patient, man, because everybody goes through stuff. I know me, myself, you know, I've had people want me to write stuff for them. And that's, you know, I can write anywhere, literally sit down and write anywhere. But because things are happening in my life, you know, I just can't get to it right now. So um, you just got to be in constant communication with people and be patient. So, you know. Yeah. 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 That's what's up. I mean, just basic doing basic vetting of people. Uh, yeah, which which is you know, what what I felt like. I, I I tested out a few artists before I went with mine. You know, I I, I had a, a dude do my character, and then I had some couple of artists that I was thinking of actually do the book, and so I I sent them say, hey, can you you know, do my character in this style? And uh, and the ones that got it the closest, that was efficient, that was you know I I, I ended yeah. up going with it. that's that's cool. The other thing. <laughs> Test pages always are a good thing, man. You see, yeah. and and like I said, it's it's all about you know. Of course, I gotta spend money to get you to 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 test. But I think if I send you me spending hundred dollars on your test is better than me sending you three thousand dollars yeah. to draw a book and then and then find do. out that you're you know what I'm saying that you're not reliable. I'm not. That's a. I'm 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 not that that big of a risk taker. So yeah, for real. I'd rather send you that couple hundred dollars first. And see if you know what you're doing, and see if I like it, than to uh, you know spend big money and, and be wasting it. Yeah. So I want to I want to talk about two 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 other things because uh, you said your first one was Ace Blade versus Deadpool, mm -hmm. uh, and so it it, it kind of got me thinking: what kind of person is Ace Blade? Like what, what like who 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 is Ace Blade? Vegas vigilante. What kind of yeah. what kind of person is he? And then another thing about influences, and I'm assuming Deadpool is is one of one of the, the influences. Sure. So, so who what what kind of person is Ace Blade and, and who uh what characters or stories or stuff influence the the whole universe and story of, of, of the Vegas vigilante? Yeah, so I, I always tell people that as a writer, um I'm I'm big on themes, like character themes. Mm -hmm. So when you say what is what is Ace Blade about, his main themes are that um, you know he believes that people are more important than money, right? So um, if you 
most of Ace Blade's villains you'll see, they are the type of people who will put money before people. They'll use money to abuse people. They'll use their power to, you know, abuse people, whether they got, you know, super strength or, or if they're just a regular business person who will buy a 89 year old woman's home and, you know, kick her out on the street. Like that's a villain to Ace Blade. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's a villain. That's a villain. So um, in his universe, it's all about, you know, self-control, me taking ownership of, of my actions and then um, treating people equally. So um, his story is more of a, you know, more of a purple. He, he doesn't have any, he doesn't have any superpowers. So he can only do, you know, he can only affect the community around him so much. But the things that he do, the things that the things that he does in his life impact his community in a big way. And I think, you know, Ace Blade is probably the most uh, relatable character that we have, because then you got King Supreme who, you know, puts on a crown and becomes this this huge flying uh, intergalactic, uh, <laughs> <laughs> unstoppable, you know, uh, supreme character. But his story is all about, you know, mind over matter. If I believe it, I can achieve it. Right. So um, all of the characters have, you know, different themes and stuff like that. But um, and they all have their inf their uh, influence too. like Ace Blade has. <laughs> I don't know if you watch. Of course, I mean, <laughs> I've seen your face, so I'm pretty sure I know the answer. But, uh, you know, I used to watch Dragon Ball Z back in the day. Mm -hmm. um, so Goku was, you know, one of my favorite characters growing up. And he's all about, you know, a fair fight and, and me versus me versus the obstacle in front of me. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he always has that positive outlook. So um, that's an influence for Ace Blade. And then, of course, Deadpool, because he always he's never taken a situation too seriously. You know, his uh, <laughs> his style is, you know, I'm going to fight you and I'm going to beat you up, but I'm going to joke with you at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and then um, probably Batman or, um, I don't know, you've seen uh, Barry Gordy's The Last Dragon? Uh, I have. Bruce I have. Leroy. Yeah, Bruce Leroy yeah, yeah, yeah. is also one of the, uh, <laughs> one of the influences. So I try, I, I think, usually I tell people those for uh, Goku, Batman, uh, Bruce Leroy, and uh, Deadpool. That's what's up. I, I ain't heard nobody say Bruce Lee. I mean, I used to, I I remember sitting there watching that movie like over and over yeah. and over. Yeah. Man, it's one of my favorite movies, man. I think if if you watch it, you know, today, it's still a great movie. It's a it's a great story. I think it, it's a, I think it's a perfect film, honestly. But you know, we won't get into that. We'll get we'll talk about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I do I think I do think that's a good segue into. You know, one of the, the other things I wanted to just ask you about is your your outlook on, you know, black representation, whether it be anime or comics or, you know, because the, there's and I, I feel like the, the conversation is always there, um, but it just it seems like it's getting bigger now when it comes, especially with Marvel doing stuff like uh or, or bringing it to the mainstream where mm -hmm. you know Captain America is black or uh where DC about to come out with the with a uh new Superman movie where where they got a, a, a black Superman and so there's there's this ongoing this argument that's been happening for a while but it, sound, it just seems louder now in like original black characters versus you know taking those mainstream characters and bringing representation to 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 them so i, I just 
want to know what what how, how you feel about the the answer the magical answer overall to to representation in in, in comics the the answer the answer is to do both right we right. uh <laughs> right like that is that, that's the uh, that's the obvious answer that's, that's the answer <laughs> to do it from do it from both uh do it from both angles because you got big companies like Marvel and DC who are not going to put something out unless it can be profitable right they're not going to take but so much risk, right? So even if they do a Black Superman, if they do a Calvin Ellis story, most people haven't read that, you know, that Earth 23 Calvin Ellis Superman run. They don't know that story. Right. But they do know, you know, Michael B. Jordan, or they know, you know, Idris Elba, or they know, you know, whatever Black actor is the biggest at the time. So even if they tell that story, they're going to they're going to do it through something else that people are that can relate with. They're going to do it with the favorite black actor. So I think that's why, you know, uh, um, what's his name? Uh, Michael B. Jordan's name is, has been flying around when it comes to that. Yeah. I um, recently saw him in as Killmonger that that's doing the same thing. We didn't, a lot of people didn't know who Killmonger was. They didn't know, you know, who this character was, but Michael B. Jordan played him and people were going to show up to see it. Right. And, and he did great, you know. So now Killmonger is in, you know, what if he's, you know, one of the one of the best uh supervillains of all time, you know. So, but at the same time, I think people like me can take that risk and say, all right, I'm not gonna, I can't write, I can't write Green Lantern, but I can write Ace Blade, I can write King Supreme, I can write Lumberjacks, I can create a new character who may, you know, be that popular in 10 or 20 years. So now the next generation doesn't have to, um, you know, they don't have to ask these same questions that we've been asking since we were kids. Right. Um, so I think I think it's it's possible possible to do both things, and of course it, both things are going to make people mad. So that yeah. doesn't really matter. Yeah. They don't even really matter to me that you know the people that get angry they're going to get angry. Yeah. But <laughs> they they got movies. They right. Got movies right. For people that look yeah. like them, so I ain't worried about them. <laughs> yeah. Every, everything makes somebody mad, man. I, I, I was, I was, I was running a Facebook ad for Black Spartans, uh, mm-hmm. and do some some white dude just he saw he said, "Oh, Spartans wasn't black. I hate Spartans this. Aren't black. I hate this." And, and then he went, he gave so like in less than two minutes, he he gave like a a little frowny face reaction. He went and gave me a zero star review. Like he, he had never. Hey bro, you ain't read the book. You ain't looked at nothing else on the page. Uh, he just—it ain't going to. And it ain't going to. No, and he, he looked at. He said they black. I don't. They black as they Spartans. I don't like it. Uh, and the, I mean, when you dive into it, like for for me, black Spartans does not necessarily mean black Spart like black people that are Spartans, uh, which made it even 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 funnier. But, but pe- you know, people 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 hate stuff people, you know people hate stuff yeah. all the time but in the in the same in this you know the same breadth of this conversation uh like there there is there's a hunger for original black content uh mm-hmm. and there i mean you 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 being in this you know like there is there's actually no shortage like there's no shortage of of original black character whether it be manga whether it be comics like there is no shortage of it uh but there like there's this hunger like oh we really want you know more black original characters um but there's a challenge when it comes to support right 
And, and so, I mean, you could put that back on the audience, but you know, that also goes back on, on the creator when it comes to audience building. Uh, and so, you know, do you, do you think that there is a, a real uh, want to support these black creators from, from the black community? And then how do you go about, you know, just, or how did you go about building your audience and getting your name out there and get, getting, getting your work out there? Yeah, I, there's absolutely a hunger, man. Um, I think I I know that I've seen enough black, you know, pro, pro, enough black properties be successful through, you know, the black community. So we got we got so many um, black led stories, and I think the problem is more just being in the right place at the right time, right? So the reason that I told my wife about this. The, the reason that I didn't make Ace Blade for kids, right, is because advertising to kids is very, very expensive. If you want to, if you want to get your, get kids. So if you can get kids into your property, it's instantly going to, you know, be, be successful because kids are going to ask their parents and parents have the money, right? If a kid likes something enough to ask their parents for it, the parents are most likely going to get it. But in order to get the kids' attention, you got to spend thousands of dollars. You got to be in their face all the time. You got to be on, on YouTube. You got to be on Netflix. You got to be on, you know, wherever they are, you got to be there in order to keep their attention because there's so many properties that, um, that kids can get into that they'll spend their time on. But, you know, young adults and, and adults like us, in order to get them, you have to give them something that they care about. So, the black community, you know, <laughs> sometimes we can we can be very cosignish, right? So mm -hmm. if if me and you are put something out that's cool, you know, I've been working on Ace Blade for 10 years or, or so, and now it finally gets to somebody like uh Oprah or whoever, right? And then Oprah says, Oh, this is good, I like this. Then the whole community will rally around it, right? Yeah, but it takes it takes somebody you know giving it a cosign before um black people are going to put their dollars behind it because there are a lot of stuff out there the black community has been hurt by by so much you know we got stories that should have been told we got stories that we thought were our stories that other people are profiting from right so yeah. um we don't trust easily we just don't trust easily so uh <laughs> when when you get somebody like Charlemagne or, or you know Tyler Perry or somebody who says, "Oh, y'all should check this out," then you know, okay, now I can trust it because somebody, somebody that I trust says that it's okay, and that's that's the hardest part. But I think that just comes with consistency. Um, continue to put stuff out and um and being there to build the to build that relationship like I talked to with the community, and then um you know, right now for me building my audience you know it's just one person at a time for me so now i was off the day so i'm like i'm going to the comic book stores i'm going to you know ultimate comics and i'm going to atomic comics around here and i'm gonna talk to the people that are in the store hey what can i do to get my stores in your book i mean what what can i do to get my books in your store yeah yeah, yeah. you know and uh and building those relationships because when they do free comic book day next year they you know they might think of me because like right. you said it's in the forefront of people's minds to to do that diversity let me go i need to find a black creator and i need to find a veteran who does comic books and they'll think of me 
yep. you know, because I've been there talking to them this whole time. So it's just, it's just building those relationships and being consistent, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what's up. And I, I mean, I, I feel like, like the, the, I mean, the black community definitely uh, is, a, is, you know, have the, ten, the tendency to co-sign, but I, I also, I, I feel like that's a lot of what, I mean, that's a lot of what pop culture is in general, you know, squid games, squid games yeah. right now is the, the, the big, the big thing. And it's hot, you know, it's hot in these streets. Right. Right. A few people seen it and everybody else saying that you got to see it. So I guess, I guess I got to see it. Right. The, uh, I, don't, I don't know if, if you, uh, you familiar with Tokyo Revengers? Oh yeah, yeah, I know yeah, new, new, and I'm, I'm like, how did this, how did this get so popular? Uh, yeah. I, the, I haven't watched it yet, but I, but I definitely have heard about it. Yeah, yeah, it, it, so, so that, that's a, that's a big, it's a big pop culture thing, but it's, but it's, uh, yeah. it, it run, run a little bit deeper in the black community. Uh, so yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, man, what, uh, what else, what else you got coming up? I, I know, because I know you just did, uh, like you just had your Kickstarter for what Villain Season One through Five. Yeah. Uh, it, so, uh, that's wrapped up right that's already wrapped up right yeah the kickstarter the kickstarter ended and um we actually just finished the rough draft of the book um this past week so i'm taking a week off from that um i sent it out to a couple of people i need to send you a draft see what see what you like yeah see if you like um you know to get that get those last little nudges to make sure it's the best as it can be and then um you know pretty soon we'll be sending out digital rewards to people but um lumberjacks number two is it has been going out to people these past weeks we did we did the kickstarter for that back in mar april i think yeah april april we did the kickstarter for that and now those books are coming out here a couple months you know after that so you know we're just trying to be consistent for folks and then next up we got uh our podcast the super shorts podcast we're doing season four of and uh <laughs> it's a it's a story that we're calling reparations okay so uh, uh, <laughs> Ace Blade and Lumberjacks are, are facing off with a, a villain called the Hag. It's a, a, a think uh, um, Oprah mixed with Lex Luthor, right? <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, this 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 young woman who has had enough of you know the what America's done to to us specifically, mm-hmm. and um, you know she she's she's taking action, and um, it's going to be t- what the story is 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 you know, with two black heroes um, having to having to go against a black woman, you know, the the person, the type of person that they respect the most mm-hmm. in the world, you know, as being she stepped across the line of of hurting her own community to um, to achieve her goal. So, um, how to deal with you know stuff like that when it happens, and we you know we see that <laughs> we see that happening today with you know some of our celebrities who we thought. You know, had our best interest in heart, but yeah, they, you know, they got their own plans. So yeah, yeah, you know. I feel like you, you try not to say Kanye. <laughs> I was trying not to say it, but hey, this, it's your show. It's your show. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel you. <laughs> no, that's that, that's that's what's up. That sounds dope, though. That sound that sounds that sounds real dope. And, and uh, like the consistent content is definitely something I appreciate uh that uh nothing worse than you know you you start something you get into it and then it's like all right cool when the next one coming out it's like i i yeah. don't know <laughs> you and know it could well, be it's tough man because yeah. like 
you know, putting out comics. Comics take a long time, especially for us indie folks. Yeah, they can take a long time to come out. It can be, you know, one Ace Blade comic a year or or two Ace Blade comics a year. So what we wanted to do, that's why we created a podcast, is because we got all these stories in our heads, mm-hmm. and we're like, yo, this is a dope story, but it, I don't know if I can make a comic book out of it, you know. So what we do is we write these stories and then we put them on the podcast. And they still, all of them are still canon. So they're connected to the stories that we wrote. Yeah. That we're putting out in the comics. Um, but you can get them, you can get them in your ear. So that's what's up. That's what's up. What what's the what's the uh name of the podcast again? It's called uh it's called the Super Shorts Podcast, where we tell superhero short stories. That's our little tagline. Yeah. That's <laughs> what's up. It's, doing. It's, doing. it's clear, it's quick. <laughs> you know exactly what uh, it is. So we we're gonna start uh you know pushing that fourth season. We got the we got the main stuff recorded already, but we gotta do the narration and sound effects and background and all that stuff. So um, we're gonna be start pushing that next, and then um King Supreme and Lumberjacks coming at the end of the year. Cool, cool. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. So uh though that's all the questions I got, man. I appreciate you coming on uh and kicking it with me for a little bit uh tell tell all the people where, where they how how, to, how can they find you how can they find you on social media yeah, website man. and all that i appreciate you having me like i said um I, you know we need we need uh podcasts like this we need platforms like this where we can come and talk to to the people who love the stuff that we do so i appreciate you bro on um um if people want to find me they can find me at the ace blade on all social media um tiktok is where i'm usually at right now that's where I uh that's where I spend most of my time. That's but um, I'm trying to get better, trying to get better on Instagram and, and Twitter too. So uh at the ace blade. And then our website is www.fourthwallpros.com. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Uh, you I think you you might you 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 motivating me a little bit more to, to move to move to that TikTok. Gotta I do it, man. Gotta do it. I ain't did it yet, man. I, I, uh I just I I um, I, I spend most of my hey, time on Instagram. I ain't even on Twitter. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you, gonna tell you for real, man. TikTok. I've sold more comics on TikTok this past year than I sold any other year on any other platform. I'm telling you, TikTok is there. There are people who love comics on TikTok, and uh, they come in all shapes and sizes. So, man, it, I'm telling you, get on there, man. Don't, don't, don't cheat yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know. I know. I know. I need to do it. I, I've been justifying it. Like, oh man. It ain't really that big of a deal, but now, now here we are. We tell you, 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 you a living testimony. Is hard for me to continue to lie to myself. <laughs> uh, cool. But all right, man. I appreciate having you on. Great way to kick off, like you said, season two, episode one. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> cool. All right, so that does it for this week's episode. Hopefully you found a new story or creator to follow or got some kind of helpful tips or information out of this episode in general. Uh, Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We got new episodes coming every Friday. If you happen to be interested in learning a little bit more about my own project, Black Spartans Manga, make sure you head over to BlackSpartansManga.com or check me out on Facebook or Instagram at Black Spartans Manga. Uh, Like I said, subscribe. We got new episodes coming every Friday. Really great creators coming on. Really excited about it. Don't want to miss it. All right. Holla at y'all next next week. Peace.